Welcome to the Alcon Maddox COVID-19 War Plan podcast series. Our world has changed forever. The COVID-19 pandemic has resulted in rapid adaptation on a global scale, affecting both our personal and commercial lives. Our ability to develop and evolve business processes and practice has never been more important. During this solution-orientated podcast series, we have unraveled the current top of mind dangers faced by business managers in the technology sector and pieced together actionable strategies with the help of industry experts. We aim to help as many companies as possible chart a course through these turbulent times and wish you every commercial success in the future. Episode five, managing a partner ecosystem during a crisis. Today, we're joined by Bruno Delamare. General Manager, One Commercial Partner and SME, Microsoft Middle East and Africa. During his nine-year Microsoft career, Bruno has successfully managed and deployed program and product initiatives, growing market share through strategic alliances with services and ISV partners. He joins us to discuss strategies to navigate ambiguity, such as communication, clarity of updated expectations to your channel, and conversion, i.e. recognizing the need for change from a business process point of view and embracing it. The challenge we're going to be addressing today uh, will be managing a partner ecosystem during a crisis. And there's really no better person to talk to us about this uh, than Bruno. Um, so Bruno, before we get stuck into the content here, why don't you just take a moment to, to introduce yourself, please? Um, just give us a little bit of a background of who Bruno is um, and what are you all about? Okay, thank you, Richard. Thank you for having me again. I don't know if I'm the, the best one to cover that, but at least I'm honored to be, uh, to be with you today and uh, to try to share what, uh, what we are doing. And if I can uh, give a few, uh, I would say, examples, uh, I'm very excited, actually. Thank you very much for having me. So my name is Bruno, as you said. Um, a couple of people pronounce my name with an Italian accent, but I'm uh, actually French. Uh, almost, 10, uh, yeah, almost 10 years in the region now. Um, Microsoft. Before that, I was leading a startup in uh, in Europe, uh, and I joined Microsoft here. It's the second time for me at Microsoft. I was at Microsoft 13 years ago uh, already, and today I manage the ecosystem for Microsoft, commercial partner organization, um, which is uh, covering all our channel, uh, any type of channel, could be transactional channel, could be advisor channel, GSI, SI. Any type of uh, organization that wants to do business with Microsoft, through Microsoft, advise, influence Microsoft technology, they're part of my shop. And also, uh, it's not uh, for today, but uh, I've also had the pleasure to lead the sales organization that manage all the small, medium, and corporate uh, customers for Middle East and Africa. Great. So you have great exposure to just about everybody in the market. I think I, during my, during uh, in in the run up to each of these sessions, I held, I uh, I call a lot of people during the morning just to say, you know, just to kind of check the the relevance of the content that we're going to be delivering. And uh, there were a number of people I came across today. Who, oh, I know Bruno. Tell him I said hi. And he's like, you're a celebrity in the market, Bruno. Oh, okay. I hope you know it's what? only. <laughs> but you know what? Even celebrities have uh, challenges. So, 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 why don't you tell us, um, Bruno? What, what is your top of mind challenge at the moment, given what you're you're responsible for? Right. Okay. So, look. First of all, let, let's face this crisis, and I will say your top of mind evolve uh, while the crisis progress. And I think uh, 
If you don't mind, I'll get back a few weeks back uh, when really the, this uh, COVID and lockdown uh, hit us all across the region. And uh, I cover from Turkey, Pakistan, full Middle East and the Africa continent. So the crisis hit us also by wave in a way. Okay, lockdown happened uh, in Turkey after uh, UAE, et cetera, et cetera. The first thing really that was top of mind for me and my extended LT was, first of all, and without any doubt, our people. You want to manage your ecosystem, you, you just want to make sure that where are your people, okay? And um, I heard a lot about working from home, okay? Um, how do we organize working from home? And I was repeating and say, okay, before we work from home, mm. let's connect from home. Let's be connected from home. And uh, I think most probably basics, uh, but in our region, uh, this overall organization, if I put Microsoft people and uh, contractors, plus call center I have, and if I focus only on Middle East, because I have also outside of the Middle East, but we're talking about 500 plus organizations. Mm. Uh, some of them in country where having a proper, I would say, connection at home is not necessarily a, a, a done deal. So the first 48, 72 hours, I would say in 36 hours, we managed to have everybody, I would say, up and running, connected. And again, I, I remember I, I very quickly had the all hands. I did not wait long to have a, to put everybody on the call. Not to talk uh, uh, with our technology. We can ask questions. Where are you? Uh, are you at home? Are you in the flat? Are you alone? Do you have a desk? Do you have an office? Uh, where can you work? Where, where are you connected? And then uh, just for me to understand the pulse of my people, where they are, how it's going to be. Even if at yeah. the beginning you say it's going to last two weeks, three weeks, but the reality it's may last longer than expected. So that's the first thing, making sure that our people are decently uh, connected and they are able to therefore work from home. So, just, second, to clarify, so yeah. just to clarify, are you talking about uh, employees within your organization or are you talking about uh, partners as well? Or? No, I'm talking now exclusively about our organization. Okay. That was very important that before we jump, as I said, to the business, et cetera, that we organize, are we ready for the work? Yeah. Okay. Uh, mm. Because I need that I owe my partners slash my customers decent support, decent connections, uh, decent interaction, okay, from pre-sales, post-sales, marketing, et cetera, et cetera. So no, talking about our people. Mm -hmm. And then second thing is, second top of mind, which I would say was also very, very uh, past in, the, in this crisis is, is everything around business continuity, okay? So how do we uh, engage with our partners? How we make sure that our partners can work as well? So we, we also helped various type of partners, making sure they have the tools needed. They were uh, able to do that. Uh, our customers through our partners, for those of you that were in the region, I think you have most probably been exposed to uh, what we have done with education. The people in Dubai, I think the lockdown was announced, I think something like a Thursday and a Sunday, everything had to be up and running. So we spent the whole weekend with our partners, making sure that we uh, enabled all of those teachers and students and all of those schools in the region. So thankfully, uh, the technology was ready. The cloud technology was here for that. So um, this business continuity and what means, what business continuity means in the channel was very important. So. Yes, we have some uh, some of your channel that are less into business continuity. And guess what? Uh, we have to prioritize. So the urgency, managing the urgency of a crisis was important. And now I will say what I would call phase two. And I don't know if there is going to be a phase three or not. But uh, phase two is also 
are disconnected from home, working from home, the business continuity stuff. So our customers now are also, and our partners are also getting used to the, to, to the, to the situation. Uh, reality, we are here to drive a business. Okay, we are here to drive an ecosystem. We are here to in in, uh, in our organization. So there is a question about the new business. Okay, the the, the new business reality is new business. What new business means today? Where uh, we were, I would say, um, uh, landing some run rate of deals where the customer is saying, "Well, guess what? I will not I will not invest now in this." Mm -hmm. Partners, we said, "Don't wait. This is not my top priority." Uh, I, I don't necessarily want more new customers. I want to engage with my existing customers. So very quickly for us and still for me, uh, a big part of my time is also on this, uh, on this uh, new business reality, new business scenario. How do we adapt our, our go-to-market? How do we adapt our incentive strategy? Uh, how do we adapt uh, our organization to some stage? So make a story short, people first, a new business in terms of continuity and grabbing new opportunities and how to adapt that with the channel. Does this make sense? Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, it, it, it's quite interesting. We had a, uh, a question last week when we were talking about safeguard and reputation. One of the questions was along the lines of, okay, how do you, how do you um, not be perceived as, um, oh, when you're trying to sell or launch a new product during a crisis, um, obviously, so sometimes clients or customers aren't aren't ready for it, or their areas are closed because obviously they're they're, they're suffering. Uh, and, and what came out of that session is it, it doesn't matter what the situation is, as long as the the product or the service that you're offering has to be relevant for the client. And relevant for the client has obviously changed over the last three months because we're in a very different environment. So I think just having an understanding of that, and then also I guess from a sales perspective, just getting I think, you know, I hear a lot of times companies tell me that their sales division is is quiet. It, you know, in my opinion, the sales division now should be perhaps busier than ever, not necessarily closing deals, but you should be closer to your customer now than ever you ever before to understand, okay, how are their needs changing? Uh, and is my product or service still relevant to those needs? Because that may influence, you know, what's on your product roadmap, for example. Yeah. So it's a very important time. And this capability uh, that Moby will get back to that later, but I can cover it now. This capability that uh, that we need to educate us, starting with me, sometimes to to be on the listening side, okay, uh, be yeah. on the empathy side, okay. What's your problem? What 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 are you facing? How can I help? Uh, and building your, uh, we say, value proposition, differentiation. Let's be honest. Uh, uh, it's, yeah. it's very important, yes, to do back to your point, to put ourselves and put our salespeople and starting with us as leaders to make sure that we that we have. So, um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty clear in our, in our mind and uh, how we need to change that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. OK, so how is the current reality affecting your role specifically then? You, so you obviously talked about, um, you know, managing the people, dealing with business continuity. The phase two is, the, I, I guess, realizing that what stable looks like but is it your role as an individual changed uh, dramatically over the last couple of months <laughs> yes my, my my life changed dramatically yeah, I was, uh, home, of course that obviously comes with this whole unique set of challenges <laughs> <laughs> yeah it changed but uh, no joke aside yeah of course we are i guess all the people in this call including yourself were were used to travel we were we were in the plane uh, uh, there was a lot of 
planning of meeting face to face the people. So yeah, there, no doubt that uh, we can't avoid this notion of work from home. Uh, lucky me, uh, I live here in a in a flat where I can have a decent uh, uh, office. Uh, I have I have decent setup where where I can have. I would say decent goal with my partners. So uh, of course, of course, life changed dramatically. But I would say a few things. First of all, it brings you the the, the need for reflecting and reassessing your own rhythm of business. Okay, personal yeah. rhythm. You work from home, so you have people. More. I I am single here, but I would say. Uh, there are plenty of people, they have families, so they have to adapt. So there is anyway uh, a prioritization uh, and a change and adaptation of, of the rhythm. So from, from a leader, I would say uh, what we call adaptive leadership is, is fundamental in that, in, that, in that moment. Okay, Making sure that we, we clear about the fact that the work will not be the same. Okay, uh, Time, workload, work-life balance. Uh, people that needs to do uh, to help their kids uh, go to school, etc. So, so, so there is an adaptation, no doubt. Uh, mm -hmm. And it starts with also uh, I, I refer to that earlier, but the learning, the empathy, and for sure for me specifically, um, it was a lot of time for me to reflect and let's be honest, go also and look at my uh, colleagues in the market, what do they do, what. How do they react? Uh, I was calling a lot, and I'm still calling a lot of my partners to understand what others are doing. Okay, uh, there yeah. must be smart people, smarter than me for sure, no doubt, that are doing uh, good stuff. So uh, Microsoft, we have we have done good stuff, but we have done mistakes. We will still do mistakes. So let's see how we can adapt uh, also our, our, our things. So the adaptation is fundamental. Um, yeah. And then after, I would say. Uh, it, it gives me the opportunity, uh, me as the leader of this organization, to uh, I need to, inf to enforce few changes. Okay, that the, the crisis uh, I will say give me more I will say uh, a reason to change. Uh, a lot of meetings I cancelled. Okay, there is a lot of internal meeting I decided to cancel. There's a lot of review. I mean, uh, some people know that Microsoft were familiar for that, like reviews. Okay. A little bit of a disease, but uh, so we managed to do this. My personal calendar now is 30 minutes meeting for internal, 45 minutes external, uh, just to make sure that we're straight to the point because the rhythm yeah. of, of meetings have accelerated. But practically, mm -hmm. I would say, uh, as I said, we were traveling, and I guess we all travel a lot. Um, it's an amazing situation, and I keep saying that I, I actually like it for a business standpoint, I would say. Just today, call in Turkey. Uh, I manage Israel as well. Call call with Israel, South Africa, Africa, obviously you guys. So in one day, I will be physically engaged uh, yeah. with almost six or seven countries, which would have been completely impossible. Or yeah. the guy in South Africa would have told me, well, when are you coming? I'm coming in two weeks, two weeks, three weeks. Okay, let's wait then. We'll talk in three weeks. We'll go have a drink, etc. So it creates also, we made a, a lot of progress in our in our day-to-day -day interaction. I've never been, I am daily connected with my business leader in South Africa, which let, yeah. let's face it, in the past that was not the case. I think it's a very good, it's a very good example um, where you mentioned, you know, when it, especially when you manage a region, they would rather defer a conversation for two weeks when you're going to be there to see face-to-face -face rather than just get it done now. Uh, and and that, that attitude, if you like, can lead to yeah, delays, rollouts. There's so many different delays, but there's unnecessary delays. Uh, 
Um, right. So I think that's a really interesting example. So can, right. well, let's face it, we're missing the lunch, we're missing the we're missing the shisha break, we're missing to have a face to face and sit outdoors. Uh, I'm lucky I have a good view here, but I think of course we are missing this. We we still need breakfast, we still need lunch and dinners to close deal with our partners. Yeah, definitely that will come back hopefully. Quite right. I think the biggest, uh, I think, in all honesty, in my experience, the companies that are that are that are suffering the worst are the companies that make trousers. Because shorts are the new norm. Now I'm sitting here like the anchor man with my, you know, let's not, I'm sure there are plenty of other people having webinars today with shorts and shirts. <laughs> uh, you did not ask me that question, so let's pass. You have another question? <laughs> but let's let's get back to the um, uh, to, to, to the period we're we're in at the moment because. As you quite rightly pointed out, there are going to be a few different phases. The phase, um, to, to, to me, there are three phases. There's the initial kind of uh, the, the fear, the uncertainty, the crisis phase. There will be then that, that what I would refer to as the bounce back. And then the third phase will be the reality of the, uh, it's going to dawn on people that, okay, actually the reality we bounce back to is fundamentally different to the reality we left. Uh, and at each point within this, um, uh, the, the, in each phase, the, the messaging and the way we deal with clients, customers is going to, to change. But one thing is consistent, and the word consistent, I think, for the next 12 months, in my opinion, is we're in, we're in a phase of ambiguity. There's, there's lots of things that we can't control and we're not necessarily certain of. So what are, what are your, I mean, we know we've discussed it briefly before, but today, for the next sort of the remainder of the session, I'd really like you to outline your kind of three strategies if you like and that's really the takeaway for the people today on this call it your three strategies to for navigating a period of ambiguity uh, such as that where we're in there okay well again um, not of course claiming that we have the solution as you can imagine everybody has his own feeling has his own way also business are different i will say everybody has his own uh, i will say uh, legacy to manage etc etc but um, very quickly, my LT and I, uh, when, when, when we looked at this situation, it became obvious that there were three pillars that we could not, uh, I would say, uh, uh, implement very quickly in a, in a standard way, etc. And, and by the way, again, leveraging the fact that that was very obvious for me that where are our weakness in this situation? Okay, well, what's my organization weakness? What's Microsoft's weakness in front of the channel? Uh, we are lucky to have something like 20, 21,000 resellers, partners in this region outside of SI. So you understand that's a lot of people. So uh, yeah, we felt some power to say, guys, we can't be weak in that situation. The first thing, uh, the first thing uh, for me was clear was the communication. Uh, we are a company that do not communicate a lot or our name sometimes is associated with a lot of things. And I think what's important for, I guess, for somebody in charge of the channel is to make sure that you structure a clear, simple communication. Uh, so we redesign everything. Um, some of the people maybe in the, in the call are, are Microsoft partners are exposed. So we have redesigned what we call our, our MIA partner corner. So if you go on Microsoft.com, Middle Eastern Africa, Partner corner, everything is there. There was somebody every day there was something new, uh, and I was saying to my communication team, let's make sure that we that we give clarity. Everything would be there. It was kind of my blog in the past where I was posting some stuff, but I said let's yeah. let's make let's make up this. And and I would say it gives us the capability of few things. First of all, 
make sure that all the vital information were there. Okay. So you're a partner, you're lost, you go there, you'll find, and of course, obviously, through the website, you are redirected to, uh, to, our, to our stuff. The second thing is that we, it was very obvious for us that back to the point that we said that there is business opportunity, let's face it, okay? Uh, uh, a lot of business were, were slowing down, but also a lot of, I would say, cost savings were coming. So the, the customers were calling me and saying, you know, if I have 100K, 200K, sometimes a million, where should I invest? So we realized also that in our communication, we, we created a portal where we, what we, what we called our COVID solutions, okay? So that was third-party solutions built on Microsoft technology, as you can imagine. Uh, but uh, I would say, I would say we, we gave visibility to what we thought were uh, first responder solution, healthcare solution, education solutions, uh, a very high, I would say, visibility. This is the people that I think if you have never heard about, that's time to for you guys to look at. So that's the first one. Make okay. sense? Yeah, so it's communication is the first uh, pillar, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, the second one is, and I think this, uh, this is something that I personally, uh, very close, it's one of the dimension of leadership. Uh, I guess everybody is familiar with the three dimension. I will not cover all of them, but one of it is clarity, okay? Bringing clarity, okay? And again, uh, in this time of, I would say, we've never been in that situation. We have never been locked down. We were lacking words. And I think mm -hmm. as a leader, uh, you owe clarity. You, you, you owe clarity to, to, again, your team, but you owe clarity to your channel. And yep. I think uh, uh, that's, that's really important for, for, for me as a leader. But I think, generally speaking, at that, are we clear? And very quickly, again, back to what I was explaining on those uh, solutions, we trim intentionally, we trim intentionally our prioritized solutions, our prioritized scenario of usage mm -hmm. to between four to nine. Okay, we started at nine and we ended up at four. Again, okay. this is very important for, the, for this audience to understand what are the four, they're available anyway, but I think it's important for us in a channel as director of channel to say to the channel, okay, listen guys, we understand you cannot do everything, but there is three, four, five things that you need to do perfectly. And then yeah. I would say it gives us also um, in our organization to go proactively to partners and say, are you ready for those scenarios? Uh, no, not really. Okay, let's go for it. Okay, let's go for it. So we created in parallel to that some, uh, I would say, uh, speed track, uh, of how can we bring up to speed some of our partners towards those scenarios. And that's really, I will say, uh, I will say in the first, yeah, in the first week, uh, we have multiplied by five, six hour webinars, um, something that was, I will say, not super well attended, ended up pretty packed. Uh, I would go back to that later, but yeah, pushing the ecosystem and now go to market towards clarity, sometimes simplicity, uh, and for people like us, the portfolio of Microsoft is so vast. And, mm. uh, and to be honest, at some point of stage, it's too vast for, for a partner to digest. So, okay, guys, we heard you. This is the first yeah. stuff that we want to make you. And the first yeah. thing, and you will understand that, that's what I call the three C's in, our, in my organization here is, mm. 
And be clear, again, as I said, as we, I think we, we quickly realized that that will not be a three-week story. Okay, we quickly realize that all of us are expats, the vast majority, we're family in a lot of countries, we're closing down here, the UK was closing down, we see it happening in the US, I said, well, okay guys, let's go and have some, uh, some bread because we're gonna be locked for a long time. <laughs> so there's a conversion, there was a conversion of what we were doing now and what we should do before. So we, yeah. we, we had to realize that, hey guys, there is business model conversion that needed to happen. And I will say, again, not panicking. I guess we are mature enough to take a step back. And I guess uh, Microsoft, with the situation we have, we're maybe uh, more chance to be, to be uh, more, I don't say relaxed, but at least more time to step back. Yes, we, we sit with my LT, we say, what are we doing today? And specifically the face-to-face -face activity that we have to move to online, and what does it mean for us? Alors, yeah. of course, as you can imagine, all our face-to-face uh, -face meeting move to online pretty, pretty quickly. But you realize that, yeah, okay, but it's easy, boss. Uh, we're going to record somebody and we're going to stream it. Yeah, but that's not the way. We need to capture names. We need to capture questions. We need to follow up. So uh, very quickly, we realized that we were potentially lacking tools. Um, you know, you don't know, but Microsoft is pretty, uh, I will say, uh, <laughs> let's say, uh, precise on compliance. There are things we do, there are things we cannot do. Uh, so we had to also adapt uh, our, our work to, to fit with our compliance because there was no, uh, no compromise on that. Uh, second thing that uh, was also to realize the fact that uh, how do I support my partner? How do I support my partner uh, in this time of online if still the partner needs to go and do i will say an on-site uh, firewall change a teams implementation etc etc so yeah definitely this converting our business model uh, mm. converting for example uh, the online channel for some of our uh, distributors this team telco for example was top of mind for us and last but not least, I think you mentioned in this conversion is that, yeah, we, we had to take steps and, and lead on, um, there are some products that we may let go. And we yeah. start to create trials, et cetera, et cetera, uh, use it for free, et cetera. So again, I will not go through this, but uh, uh, yeah. I think you, you heard a couple of stuff that you're able to do. So it was also interesting from a channel standpoint, to educate the channel about, okay, this will come for free. This is where you can still leverage that, okay? Yeah. You can still leverage your services on top of it and recreate the value proposition for the partners. So uh, that's yeah. my famous, so our famous three C's, communicate, clarify, convert. That's basically uh, uh, what we what we uh, implemented for the region. Excellent. Well, the oh, say again, sorry? The three, the three C's. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> Excellent. Well, look, thanks very much for that, Bruno. Just uh, we're we're almost out of time, so let's just quickly turn to the audience to see if there's a. I think there's a few questions um, that have come in. Let me just have a quick uh, read of these, Bruno, just to see if there's anything we can take. Um, guys, if there are any other insights as well, please just put an I in the chat box uh, and an insight. It'd be quite quite useful to hear from you guys in that respect as well. Um, let me just have a look. Do you can you see these questions as well, Bruno? I can't see the question actually, so maybe I'm a bad user of this, but uh, uh, so please take. I trust okay. you. Bear with me one second. 
<clears throat> I have I have five ten minutes more if it's needed. So okay, great. Um, okay, so the question is, um, do you believe, given that there's now a work from home model, um, do you believe that you have a competitive advantage of any form? I think just to kind of expand on where I believe this question is going, I think what's, what will be interesting as we emerge from this crisis, let's say, um, I think, I don't believe there's going to be a massive rush back to the office. I think there will be a lot of people that have proven that they can deliver value whilst working from home. So there may not be uh, the requirement to, 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 there may not be certainly the desire, should we say, to go back to the office. So that would be the one side. And then the other is, you know, as, as, as commercial real estate just got cheap, her office is now going to be a lot smaller. So, so given what you're able to do with your tools, are you, are, are you well set up for this, do you think? Well, let, let me, okay, cool. Uh, good question. But let me take it from a, from, a, from a channel standpoint and from the audience standpoint. What does that mean for us? First of mm -hmm. all, I think uh, for us as leaders, it will open the door for more talents, mm -hmm. availability of talents, and for your business actually, availability of talents across the world at different cost or price, whatever. Let's, let's face it. Today, yeah. hiring in Dubai is expensive. Okay. Uh, tomorrow, if uh, I can have people uh, based outside of countries and people that cannot necessarily relocate because of family, very likely that I prove after a couple of months, and that's my convert aspect, that you know what, I can have somebody based uh, in Africa doing business here. He will travel maybe once or twice, once per quarter. So availability of talent. <clears throat> And therefore, my competitive advantage because I can go and recruit different people elsewhere. That's the mm -hmm. first one. Uh, the, sec the, the second obvious one is that for, for all of us in IT, uh, well, let's face it, uh, and I, 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 did not, uh, I did not look at who, who was there in the audience, but we're blessed. We're blessed mm -hmm. in terms of value proposition. What can we bring to our customers? <clears throat> time to market. Today, time to market is fundamental. Uh, we received call this morning. We need an answer tonight. So the, the, the business has accelerated. So yeah, definitely all of us, uh, part of it, uh, need to have speed in mind, speed with the partners, speed of execution, speed of communication, speed of change, uh, speed of reacting that hmm, I did a mistake. Let me, let me change that. Uh, speed of acknowledging that I made a mistake. Yeah, it's okay, fine, no problem. Let, let, let's move. And that's, I would say, the two main points. I think that situation Excellent. is bring us. I'm just seeing if there's another uh, question you take here. Just bear with me a moment. There's somebody speaking about new skills. As, as I finally saw a question, if you want. Do you think of this unprecedented time called new business acumen? I can take this one if you want. Uh, yeah, definitely, and I think I cover it. Uh, so I, I think yes, I think definitely this, is, this situation will, will need uh, different skills. Um, and I think, to be honest, uh, pretty uh, in a very, I would say, uh, uh, complex way. Uh, it is very important for all of us. And again, when, you, when we deal with channel, it's a, it's, a it's a three kind of deeds, okay? Customer, partner, and the vendor. So, Every time we need to find two value propositions, value proposition from the end customer and the value proposition from the partners. And ideally, those two value propositions fit for somebody to make business. So I will say 
before we were very, and at least uh, from a Microsoft standpoint, maybe uh, the audience are, are not like this, but we're very, it was very a push organization. Okay, I push you an offer and you go and you take it. I think very likely the notion of, as I said sometime in the speech of, tell me what you need and then react and react fast. So the, the empathy level and the notion of listening is, I think, a, a fundamental skills. And the second thing is that uh, because speed is important, size matters less. So yep. the notion of how do I differentiate myself despite the brand, mm. okay, despite the fact that I am big, is I personally think very, very important. And coming from a startup, uh, I'm already biased with the answer, but I've, I've gone from a startup of 20 people to one of the monster of IT, if not the biggest monster. So I would say the speed of our people, speed of reaction, speed of understanding, uh, is is a definitely an individual skill needed. Excellent. And then we'll just do one um, one final question here. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, how are the adoption from users? So from from uh, so this is uh, Damien Mamia. Uh, so from my experience, training users doesn't often equal um, adoption uh, to a new tool until the management or vision supports the change. So is this something you've uh, you've encountered, or what are, what are you doing to uh, address it? Because I think this is this is typical, not necessarily even of a crisis. Even if you just look at something basic, if I can call it that, of a, of a CRM. You know, you introduce a, a tool to a company. The tool may be exactly what they need, but the adoption is always the uh, the challenge. It, it's whether or not they have, um, I guess, the right motivation for 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 changing the way they do business. Well, so again, from a from a channel standpoint. Um, and again, maybe maybe we're different. Okay, uh, I, I think the notion of consumption versus transaction. So leading our channel with consumption versus transaction is definitely something that was in our was I would say was absolutely not in our DNA. And uh, I would say let's say ten years ago. Uh, now you will realize that consuming consuming the technology consuming the the the, the, the solution, and again, it could be IT, could be everything else, okay, is, is masterclass. And, uh, and let's be honest, uh, when you look at, again, all of those education, look at our kids, okay? Mm. Our kids would be, hmm, for four months in a row, I was able to do school from home. Hmm, no teachers. Hmm, I can speak, yeah. I can mute and do whatever I want. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course, this consumption is critical. So yeah, consumption versus transaction means that you need to create in your ecosystem a consumption mindset, a consumption yeah. incentive, a consumption rebates, go to market, et cetera, et cetera. So for example, for us, we have decided to invest that 12, 16 months ago on a complete new change management practice, mm -hmm. which touching uh, wood, uh, as we say in French, monkey. Um, yeah, help us a lot. Where we had to uh, transform a couple of our partners from transaction to change management. Yeah, excellent. Okay, well, I think that's uh, that's all we do have time for today, Bruno. So, look, I'd just like to say thank you on behalf of everybody who's joined uh, the call today. I think the interest has been incredibly useful. So, just to kind of sum up the, the, the three three real strategies or pillars. Uh, for overcoming uh, or navigating, if you like, this period of ambiguity as far as you're concerned are 
the communications to make sure you've got the, the right tools and giving your, your, your channel the right access uh, to information at the right time. Um, clarity, uh, of course, clarity about um, expectations uh, from, from a leadership point of view. I guess this is both internally, but then also with your channel partners as well. Um, given the new uh, situation that we're in, what is, what is the updated expectation um, the realistic expectation of what you what you need those guys to deliver uh, and then conversion so and we don't necessarily mean conversion from a sales point of view we mean conversion from a uh, a business process point of view how are we going to adapt um because we're in a very re different environment and the reality is the environment we left may not even return so there's no point in in putting our head in the sand and waiting for that to come back let's accept it uh and let's let's move on so let's pave the way for that uh that transition um, excellent look, Bruno. Thanks once again. That was a really incredible session. Thank you, everybody, for participating for the questions. For those who haven't had their question answered, um, or you have more questions, please put them in the chat box. I'll, I'll compile them and then I can relay them to Bruno over the next couple of days. Um, for the white paper I mentioned at the beginning of the call, if you'd like a copy of that to receive or discuss it in more details, again, just put white paper uh, in the chat box. Uh, and then I'll get back to you in the next couple of days and we can further that um, conversation. So that's it, Bruno. Thank you again. Uh, and I look forward to catching up with you very pleasure. soon. Well, thank, thank you. Again. My pleasure. Thanks, guys. We hope you enjoyed the session. If you'd like Alcon Maddox to support your next talent acquisition project, please contact Richard at alconmaddox.com or visit our website for more information.
Welcome to the Alcon Maddox COVID-19 War Plan podcast series. Our world has changed forever. The COVID-19 pandemic has resulted in rapid adaptation on a global scale, affecting both our personal and commercial lives. Our ability to develop and evolve business processes and practice has never been more important. During this solution-orientated podcast series, we have unraveled the current top-of-mind dangers faced by business managers in the technology sector and pieced together actionable strategies with the help of industry experts. We aim to help as many companies as possible chart a course through these turbulent times and wish you every commercial success in the future.